This is an Ian special report. Now reporting. The very handsome Jewish man, Peter Rosenberg. Ian is at six. When the clock struck six, it meant one thing. From the ESPN New York News Desk, here's Rosenbaum or whatever that guy's name is. One of your show is number one. Hi, hey, hi. Oh, how's everyone doing? Welcome aboard, everyone. Welcome to ENN. Ray Rowe. Which is brought to you by Security Dodge. See Michelle Scalisi. Come get some. I'd like to start off today's big ENN by saying good evening to myself. Can I um, throw something out there? Oh, by the way, one quick thing. I guess not. No, no. <laughs> it's funny, too. He then went to the same subject I was going to go to. What, were you going to talk about it was the about, thing I talked about? Yeah, it was about Carissa. No, no. But were you going to quote? Um, I don't remember, but I was taking it to the same general area. We, well, we, then you know what? We're, we're in lockstep. We're in sync. And good evening to Don. Love it, like it, love it, like it. Wait, you I'm lo- not sure which one. <laughs> Good evening to myself and Don. John Winthrop, pinhead suit number one. He would bang both of us tomorrow, have us removed from the show. <laughs> yeah, right. Rocky be there watching and everything. <laughs> wow, so you had a clean day. Guess so. I mean, I, you say clean day, I take it as uninteresting day. Well, I'm, I'm trying to dress it up. Yeah, no, I, know, you know, I know what you're doing. You know what a clean day means. Yeah, it means, Sometimes it means clean's boring. Yeah, clean means go home and try again tomorrow. Sometimes you like it a little dirty. Excuse me? So speaking of which, speaking of which, good evening to Puff Puff Passin. Smoke weed every day. <laughs> Let's see. Don't forget, remember when uh, it was like during COVID, we noticed he was doing those hits with like a, a poster of Wu-Tang. Yeah, he had the Wu-Tang and poster. Say, and, and he's had the um, the second album from Rage Against the Machine. No, he's, Smoke weed every day. See, this is, he, is, he is the quintessential reason, guys. You do not judge a book by its cover. Oh, yeah. He's, he's example one, two, and three. He is. He really wild. is. He's a wild man. Because he looks like Richie Cunningham. But there's so many people who look like Richie Cunningham and can get it in with the best of them. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. You know, people who look like nerds. Now, no, you know, you know, you'd want to be surprised. I see a clip of a guy on our page who's, I don't know him from Adam, okay? I know him as well as I know Carissa Thompson, which means not at all. And based on nothing but, but his voice quality, I'm as judgmental as Michael. I'm like, I could not picture this guy, you know. Hmm. Smoke weed every day. <laughs> Who is he? You guys are both looking at the page. Can you guess? You're looking at the page of all the audio we have for the day. And there's a voice on there. Really two, but but I'm referring to one. That I have to admit, I cannot picture like hardcore partying with. Hardcore partying. Obviously, you see Gronk. You know it's not that. Hmm. You know, Anthony already knows. Anthony knows. What'd you say? Wink Martindale. No, no. Wink gets it. His name's Wink, for God's sake. He's getting it in. Well, Rob Manfred? You know, I, I wasn't considering Bob. Is it Derek Cole? Uh, you're, close, you're close, Michael. You're physically close. Oh, so Paul so, Hambakidis. It, it's Hembo. I don't know Hembo from Adam, but when I hear him on Greeny, his voice quality, I cannot picture him saying to someone, "Pass the blunt." I just can't. But let's. And by the way, think about that, and also think about we're going to give Hembo his love now. Now we talked about this, and we judged him, or mm. I did. Let's hear from Hembo on Greeny with a bold take for the Yankees. 
This is the guy to trade. You can get younger. You can restock your system. You can enable yourself to get more liquid. Who knows? Maybe you can even throw on another big contract that you want to get rid of with Garrett Cole to whoever acquires him. I think Garrett Cole's brilliant. I think he's a Hall of Fame pitcher. But I also think that the Yankees have to go into some kind of modified, expedited rebuild because they have been passed by younger, more athletic, cheaper teams within their own division. And from an asset management standpoint, the Yankees are very, very light when it comes to the you know quality in their system and on their big league roster. Garrett Cole by himself is worth five to seven wins per year. But if you trade Garrett Cole right now while his stock is at an all-time high, especially considering the fact that he can opt out and he can walk after next season for nothing but a compensatory pick, that actually puts the Yankees in a tough spot. You trade him right this second. It also gives you the opportunity to sign younger guys this offseason. Okay, Hembo, come back to us. Come back to us, Hembo. First of all, he can't walk after next year. All the Yankees have to do is tag a a tenth year onto his contract, and then the option's out, which I'm sure they will do. Second of all, they don't have time to rebuild, not while Aaron Judge is 31 years old. So you don't trade your best player who's worth five to seven wins. You just don't do it. It doesn't make sense. You're not going to get draft picks. They don't trade draft picks in baseball. So you're going to get other people's prospects. Now, are the Orioles going to give you Jackson Holiday for um, Garrett Cole? And there's also one other thing, Hembo, that you're not considering. He has a blanket no trade. Mm, Blanket. That's the mic drop. And he wants to play for the Yankees. That's the mic drop. Come on, I hear what he's saying though. Hembo. I mean, it was it was. I actually think it was a thoughtful. It was well take. thought out. Yeah, it was a well. It was a thoughtful take. But if you do that, you are operating on the assumption that they're going to reset and take a couple of years. It's not what they do. Let's hear from Jerry himself. I'm talking Jerry Cole. He's never been called Jerry. You don't know that. AL Cy Young winner. It validates like a lot of the hard work that I've put in over the years and a lot of hard work that goes in behind the scenes of everybody in my corner, from my teammates to the people that have supported me, like my family and people around me. Well, you know what? I take it back. After hearing him after Hembo, he makes Hembo sound like Billy D. Williams. <laughs> I mean, for God's sake. Jeez. <laughs> like Shaft. I'll tell you cool, one thing man. about him. I've been around a lot of players in my life. Yeah. He, he works his butt off. He is invested. Yeah. He's not one of those starting pitchers that you know, his day is really important, and then, like, he disappears the other four. He's, he's in. in that dugout. But, he's locked in. He's talking to Boone. Everything. I, 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 I think Hembo's a Philly fan, so he's not, a, he's not coming from a place of being a Yankee fan. But I, I can understand where it's coming from, Michael, because if, next, if they don't really make a big splash, and Cole's got a bunch of no decisions again, like he did last year, you know, one nothing losses, two one losses, or no decisions, then it's going to feel like, yeah, he's worth a lot of wins, but there's also a lot of wins we're not getting because we don't have all the other pieces. And you always make it seem, Michael, when you go young, that it's going to take two, three years. It doesn't have to be. We're seeing young kids having an immediate impact. Juan Soto was impacting a World Series team at the age of 19. You're not getting Juan Soto in a trade. The best player out there is Jackson Holiday. The Orioles would never trade him. There are very few right, can't well, miss no, prospects. Well, nobody see nobody is saying that you trade them for whatever. But if you you go out there and then you find there's a team that would give you something you didn't think you would get, I mean uh, it's uh, not but, an awful idea. But, but I, I wouldn't do it, but it's not an awful idea. But there's so many layers to it, though. He's got a no trade clause, so he probably would only agree to go to the Dodgers. The Dodgers don't have prospects mm. like the Orioles or or like Bobby Witt Jr. of the of the of the Royals. They don't. You're not going to get anything near the value. Of course you don't trade your best player. 
Come on, Hembo, no, but, come but, back but, to but, us. But, but again, I think you're overly aggressive against the take. I, I agree with you. But like to come back to me? I mean, he's your best player, but when your pitcher's your best player and you're a team that doesn't consistently hit and it, it ends well, up resulting... Well, he's your co-best player. Right, well, I, I but I know you, you because right. Judge is your best player. Right. But you look, at he was on a team last year. He's been on the team all these years and they haven't been able to but, win because it's not enough. But uh, Don, I... I, I I agree with you, but it's not. It's not. A, it's not a I crazy it's, take. I think it's a crazy take. Right, well, that's, You're going to trade the disagree. Cy Young Award winner. Well, who cares about that? But oh, but that means he's the best pitcher in the American right, League. What, you're going to trade him. He was the best pitcher. But think about what you're saying, Michael. He was the best pitcher in baseball on a team that went 82 and 80. And, and you know what? If he wasn't on the team, they would have won 75 games and finished in last place. Uh, okay. And we're, and okay. Uh, that, you kind of helped Don out there. <laughs> How did I help Don out? <laughs> because what's the base, difference? Baseball's not the type of sport where you're going to trade for a package of players that you're going to plug and play right, right. away. It's and, just not the way it and, works. And essentially, you're right, but it's not a crazy take. Well, if I'm right, I'm choosing to think it's crazy and ludicrous. You could call it something else. Yeah, I, I'm... Yeah. Okay. Um, also, a couple people, a couple of Bills fans. Oh, it's really one person repeating the same thing. Um, he, they're sent. A couple people have sent me this Bills video. The Bills put out a video five hours ago of Steph and Josh Allen, so almost jokingly like running arm in arm. Have you seen it? Yeah. They're running with their arms mm-hmm. around each other, almost being silly, and said, "From today, boys, talk about media making stuff up." Peter just said, "How many times has this back and forth got to happen before it's true?" Oh. Everybody wants drama. Watch this video. I'm not. Stefan is the one who got asked a question. All he had to say, watch, I'm going to give you Ask the question, Don. Go you got a problem with Josh Allen? No, no, that wasn't the question. Well, what was the question? Well, you, brother, well, sorry. you have a problem with what your brother said about Josh Allen? Who is that? Large headed reporter. No, no, who's asked the question? I, what publication? Michael K., New York Post. Hey, Michael. Um, Not either. Yo, man, can I, tell you, can I tell you something? My brother's wild, man. He, he says a lot of stuff. What? Me and Josh? No, man. We are but, A-OK. But I, I love Go ahead, it. Don. I love it. It's the, it's the media's problem all the time. When his brother says something, we're supposed to ignore it. And because they, uh, nobody has to say that they can't stand the sight of each other. Like, uh, Amani Toomer, it was not quite as, well, Amani Toomer, uh, Kerry Collins, was better for him than Eli Manning. A guy that won two Super Bowls. Why? Because he got on the ball more. Like, that's the issue. It's about business. But they could actually maybe still get along with each other, have an affection for each other. But at the end of the day, from a business standpoint, he, he might be thinking, this guy's killing me. So so if, but to the point of the these people on Twitter saying that we're making things up, if there have been multiple times where stuff has happened, whether it was Steph leaving the stadium <laughs> immediately after the playoff game, whether it was him not showing up at the, at the, at the beginning of the preseason, or whether it's now where his brother's chirping and saying crazy things and then the question comes up Steph my turp brother it would be so easy to go Josh is one of my best friends man we're good I don't know what my brother's talking also, about what are we making I'm not up, my Peter? brother what are these people we're not making anything up we ju- we <laughs> criticize Steph not saying you know just denouncing what his brother said to say I don't control other people's opinions that's yeah, I wonder where your brother's getting it that that that's all I'm saying. If if someone in my family said something wild and they asked and someone asked me about it and had any sort of reflection on me or my happiness at ESPN, I would clearly separate myself from right. it. You, 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 you choose to or not to. It's and, not our fault. And if you don't, then that means I have nothing left to assume. But then you agree with them. 
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. And now you see why it's such a big deal when somebody in the media admits to making things up. Glad you brought that up, Michael. Here's Carissa Thompson on Pardon My Take. And I've said this before, so I haven't been fired for saying it, but I'll say it again. I would make up the report sometimes because A, the coach wouldn't come out at halftime or it was too late. And I was like, I didn't want to screw up the report. So I was like, I'm just going to make this up because first of all, no coach is going to get mad if I say, hey, we need to stop hurting ourselves. We need to be better on third down. We yep. need to stop turning the ball Press over. The quarterback. We need, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and do a better job of getting off the field. Like they're not going to correct me on that. Right. I'm like, it's fine. I'll it just make up the report. Now, somebody, I think sound great. the caller that said, um, that it was like one or two times is buying way too much in her saying the report. She's like, she's making it singular, but when she says sometimes and then she just talks about the report, don't think because she didn't pluralize it means that it didn't happen multiple times. I, I will be very surprised if she doesn't have any sort of reply, especially because of the outcry from other respected journalists in the field. She's going to have to say something. You're, she's going to have to. You uh, can't, have, Aaron, can't have Kate Wolfson. What's Aaron Andrews going to say? Right. You. That, that's what I'm saying. This is going to have to be addressed. Like that's. By the way, it's a pretty small sorority. Um, of women in who do, who are in this business, and, and a lot men. of I understand, but it was women who I saw specifically coming out. Like that's an actual, you know what I mean? There's a real camaraderie between the women who cover sports, and I saw women coming out and being like, "This is wrong." That's a small group. I'm surprised that she would. She'd have to address it. She would have to. And maybe maybe she gets the the, the chance tonight. You're right. You're, you're, yeah. yeah. I mean, wouldn't wouldn't you want to do it right away? Yeah, I don't know if that's the venue. Yeah, I think listen, her, it's, her it's, podcast with, with yeah, you do it. You have, you have more room. Like she doesn't. It's no, not. A, I'm saying but I, it's I, not an Amazon problem, Don. No, but Amazon. But she works for Amazon. Wouldn't you give her? I mean, come on, you got an yeah, hour pregame for a regular she season game. She did it while she was at Fox, or, and, and she's also but at she, Fox. So why should Amazon have its hands be, dirty? Because sure. you're no, but your employee is is under attack. You wouldn't give her thirty seconds to just to if she wanted it. To, to say something? But Peter, who is a marketing genius, knows that they could drive a lot more eyeballs to their podcast if she does it on a podcast. They already have eyeballs tonight. It's a good game. Right, that's the thing. It's a really good game. Spe- well, speaking of which... You don't get the eyeballs that you want because it's a, it's on Amazon. It's not on NBC tonight. Hey, hey. by the way, Michael, apparently some people agree with you. I see the commies line is minus nine. Oh, yeah. We started nine and a half. It's going down. Started at ten, Donnie. Started at ten. Well, it was nine and a half, now ten. So it's, it's gradually going down. I mean, maybe, my, maybe you wait, Michael. You might get eight and a half tomorrow. I love my commies. You'll see. I'm very, very curious. We if they know. win, Peter, will you kiss my backside Macy's window? What? Will I kiss your backside in Macy's window? I would, I'm yeah. going to answer for you, no. And Thank you. Also, Michael, do not hang on the rim. You don't know if I'm no, going to make the pick by three points. so shut well, no, up. I'll tell you what. Don't hang on the rim if the Giants cover. Like, don't come on Monday. See, I, I told you it was going to be competitive. No, no, no. You said they were going to win. Yeah, I say they're going to win. So if the Giants lose by three, you don't get credit for that. No, but I'll get three points. 
Ah, oh, you hear that, Peter? Yeah, three of three. DraftKings is down to eight and a half. It opened at oh, 10. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. I, I like tonight, too. Speaking hold of- Hold on, hold on, hold on. Why do you get to go first? I don't know. Let's do it at the same time. All right. So there's no influence whatsoever. Okay. Already? Um, on, I, I'm oh. going to- I'm I'm deciding whether I- So, so on three, we say who we like and how many points uh, no, are I'm, allocated. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you in advance. I like, I'm doing two points. You want three? You want three? three? I'm going right. two. Because it's so we'll Thursday. Go, we'll go one. Thursday, three. Three, I know. three for Thursday. I know. So we'll three, do one, three, two, three, three. And then we'll three. and then we'll say it. All right. Okay. One, one, two, two three. three. Bangles. You both took bangles? That's, That's right. right. That hook. That hook is so, it's pulsating, the hook. I know. <laughs> it's just, you know it's what? out there. I'm, it's I'm breathing. Ta- it's got its own life. It's, I'm it, take, it's independent from the three. I'm going to take uh, the Ravens. Uh, what for do you what? For the one point, play. I'd like Two to points. take it for one point, please. Two points. More, please. You You're just like, like Oliver. Two points, gutless. <laughs> you didn't call Peter gutless. He can't call me gutless. I'm too. I'm too hot this season. He can't say anything. So, Michael, there you go. You weren't even going to get in, and now you're blatantly deciding you want to go up against me. Yeah, because I, I, I like the, the Ravens all day, and I wasn't going to take the Ravens if you both took them because I need to gain ground. But now and that we you, took the Bengals, yeah. you're in. I know yeah. Higgins out scares me, but I just didn't scared. Was, they're always competitive. They were competitive. It was a three-point game the last time they played when Cincinnati was completely lost, by the way. And even though they lost last week, I still think they're on the upswing. Well, listen, they, that both was Both coming off tough losses. Both coming off very... Both coming off very tough losses, but I ask you this question. Whose loss was more reasonable? I don't know. It's hard to say. I'll say Baltimore. I mean, I'll say Cincinnati. Blowing the... Oh, really? Because, like, blowing the big lead, but it was a rivalry. But Houston... I I think Houston's actually a pretty good football team. Uh, Cleveland has no... How is Cleveland's offense doing this to you? You want to know something that we haven't even brought up? You know who Cleveland had at the beginning of the year? Who's that? Josh Dobbs. I know. that. By the way, fascinating that Cleveland, first of all, Cleveland had Josh Dobbs, which is interesting, right? Because now they're quarterbackless again. Also, can we just agree, This, this, it's time to say it. This Deshaun Watson move by Cleveland oh, is going to be a Mount Rushmore flop. It's so Cleveland. It is, it is one of the worst decisions on a player ever made in the history of professional sports, Don. Come on down to Cleveland town. When you think about the money guaranteed... And the level to which he's played, Don, he's one more like injury-riddled season from it being over. And you're just like, all right, well, we gave you up. Know, the I don't even blame Cleveland because if they had drafted Peyton Manning, it wouldn't work out. But they, it's just never going to work there. Ever. And then they they, they drafted uh, Baker Mayfield and they made him live in the stadium. See, nice. if decisions like that, then then that's on them. But I, I listen, I, I I disagree with the all the guaranteed money and all that. But kid's a good quarterback. But him getting hurt, and it's just well, no, it's no, so no. Cleveland. Well, a he has not been able to find his old way. He's been like a like it's a it's like a facsimile of what he was, but it's not actually Deshaun Watson. And then the injuries over and over. Again. You want you want my theory? Remember, go. I'm not a journalist. No, I'm just a guy on the radio who gives opinions and thoughts. Bad karma. Bad karma for Deshaun. No, I can see that. He had an opportunity to come out. And try to be honest with everyone. Say, I have a problem. I need help. I'm going to get better. He straight up stared at a camera and was like, nope, nothing to see here. I just happened to meet 50 different massage therapists. Nothing. There's nothing going on. And like that karma of lying so blatantly. I'm not saying that I I want him to be physically punished. I don't want to. Not my position to punish anyone. It just feels like there's something in the air that the career is not getting right. 
as uh, Walt Clyde Frazier might say during a game. He's a masseur, a masseur connoisseur. That, well done. Now, that, now, now that you're a Nick guy, it comes out natural. Now, does it bother you that you said, I'm not a journalist, and Michael was so quick to say no? Oh, I didn't even hear it. <laughs> I, didn't say, I didn't say a word. We didn't? You did. No. I didn't, oh, my God. I said no. Are you, that's a word. That's a word. That's a word. No, I, I don't even remember saying no. Yeah, but you did this earlier, Michael. How can I trust you? Can I um, throw something out there? Oh, by the way, one quick thing. I guess not. No. <laughs> you got to turn that around. We got enough time. All right. Well, you know what? I'm going to give you time because we mentioned Becky Lynch, the great WWE superstar, was on Jeopardy. She yes. didn't have a great night last night. In fact, it's being reported as the worst night in the history of Jeopardy. <laughs> that's a long and time. I, and I love you, Becky. I, but I, I got to play this. Here's, uh, here's Becky on Jeopardy, the highlights or lowlights. Bacon for 800. Tomato sauce is in Sloppy Joe's with beef, and beef is with bacon in this beloved Wendy's burger introduced in 2007. It's not your Wendy's order, I guess. Becky, you have a, you have a what, guess? What is the Baconator? That is correct. It is, is the Baconator. Is the baconator? Yes. You didn't have the courage of your Conviction. fast food convictions. No, no. no, it didn't. We know the celebrity final Jeopardy category today is artists, and the stars have made their wagers. Let's reveal the clue. Exhumed in 2017 to settle a paternity suit, his mustache had preserved its classic 10 past 10 position, according to the Spanish press. Your 30 second starts now, players. Good luck. We'll begin with WWE superstar Becky Lynch. The signaling device just not your friend today. Oh, my reflexes. Shocking. I told you. (laughs) And this is a game where you can't work the referee. I'm sorry. I know. Oh, I like that. (laughs) I'm sure it's not reflexes. It's a tricky, tricky device. So I told you, I I had a hunch it was she just could not get the button. Did you ask Jody about that, Michael? The button situation? I will. I'll have the information. Would you you do it, Michael? Would you be up for Jeopardy? Uh, yeah, I would do it. So I think I'm very bright. So Becky we answered it right. Yeah, she did. So, Peter cut it off, but she answered Final Jeopardy correctly. What was the Final Jeopardy? Well, I don't remember when I cut it. but <laughs> Salvador Dali? I think you're right, Michael. Oh, Michael, could that be a win That's for you in, nice. in Double Jeopardy also? Wait, but well, that was Final Jeopardy, no? Yeah. So, so why does your thing matter? Yeah, why does the thing matter? The thing wouldn't matter in Final Jeopardy. They were commenting about overall the whole day, the overall how she day. couldn't get any answers correct or buzz in. Oh, that's mm. the thing. I'm telling you, it happened to my friend, uh, my friend Daniel Pearl's father. He had the same thing happen. Peter Pearl. He just couldn't get it going. I remember. We were so psyched to watch him on Jeopardy, and he got absolutely smoked. So, Michael, if you ever end up on the show, I, I hope it doesn't play out like that. It won't, because I'm very bright. It, well, that's again, I just said, these are people who are very bright. All really? right, so here's the, here's the moment that, Don, you were referring to. Okay. Remember, go. I'm not a journalist. No. no. Yeah, I don't even remember. Yeah, that's, it wasn't even the question. It's like, no. Well, that's the thing. And he didn't remember saying it because no, it's built into his it's, DNA. It, it's, yeah, it's muscle no, memory. It's, it's, just, it's just, it's fact. It's, it's not like I, I broke any new ground. Uh, no, You're but not to be journalist. so proud to point out that he's not. He pointed it out. I you, just reiterated what he said. Well, you're not a journalist anymore. I, I, I perform like one. That is... <laughs> That is a reach. What does that um, mean? Let's hear from. That means that I bring those those uh, tendencies to what I do. And Peter doesn't. No, he just he was he blaming Barstool for what Carissa Thompson said. First of all, I didn't see. You know what? <laughs> you know what? That was the worst piece of journalism today. You just totally changed a conversation. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. <laughs> I blamed accurate. Barstool for what? I never once blamed Barstool you said that, for what Carissa uh, you, you Thompson. Gave, okay, you gave them a gentle. <laughs> scold that they should have been better friends and not done that you were wrong but by the way that doesn't change the fact that what you just did didn't have any journalistic integrity whatsoever you should be ashamed and you should apologize no i'm not i won't 
Hour three, Peter blames Barstool for Carissa Thompson interview. Is that what it says? I can make it that. Yeah, exactly. why don't you do exactly. that when you put That's it on the podcast? Put yeah. that out and then make sure you at everybody involved so they can get in on it too and get them riled up. Yeah, at Portnoy. Could you do that, please? At Portnoy, at Barstool, at, at everybody. The only reason Peter's doing it because he knows, you know, Portnoy might throw a pizza box right. in his face. I don't, I don't, I don't, believe me, the last thing I want is problems that with KFC Portnoy. too because he Barstool loves me. Don. Barstool loves Don. And, I haven't, and by the way, I haven't had problems with Barstool in a very long time. It wasn't some sort of deep diss. I was, by the way, there's a chance that Pardon My Take themselves didn't love the tweet. Because they're not they're not the social media department. 15. That'll do it for ENN. Brought to you by our friends at Security Dodge. Stop 24-7 at securitydodge.com. Koshi, Michelle Scalisi, grab a t-shirt and come get some. during the Black Friday sales. Come get some. Thank See you. ya. Gross is next. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.